right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of uh, Man Cave Mondays. And uh, I am Dan. I am not in my usual Man Cave space tonight because uh, I am. Uh, well, I was it's it's kind of a crazy weekend for me. Um, it is actually my daughter Lily's uh, fourth birthday today. So um I didn't really have a ton of time to get all set up in the usual man cave space. So instead, you guys all get to see um, the incredibly dull, boring sound studio that I created out of a closet in the man cave. So uh, with that said, uh, let's get right into our panel. And uh, first and foremost, Bobby, welcome, sir. Hey, everybody. How you doing today? Welcome back to the show. Um, how was your weekend? It was good. Good. I rocked out 50 mile bike ride today. 50 mile bike ride. Yeah. Yeah. First I, time I got to in a long time, I got to do that yeah, much riding. So I'm jealous and also not jealous all at the same time. <laughs> I, I admire your ability to do that. I could never do that. <laughs> oh, with the right type of training and the right bike, you, know, you can do it. I couldn't just do it outright. I'll put it that No, way. you could. Yeah. So, but you could try I'd, I'd have to warm up to it. that. I'd have to get the motivation to warm up to that. I don't know if I have that. And moving on to uh, our next panelist, of course, Christian. How are you, sir? I am doing fantastic. How was your gentlemen. weekend? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, yeah. Enough, you, uh, it is, it is my dad's birthday miles? today. Did you trek 50 miles like Bobby did? No. No? No. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I don't think I walked 50 miles this week. Oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> yeah. Fair but uh, it is my dad's birthday today. He is not four. He's a little older. Okay. Yeah, a little older. Little older. Like, yeah, I think he's. I think he's in his four hundreds by, by, by a smidge. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, happy birthday to him. Yes, happy, happy birthday, birthday to Lily as well. Yeah, and then uh, of course Joe. What's up, guys? AKA Boomstick. How are you, sir? How was your weekend? My weekend was uh, good. I yeah. worked most of it. Just working. Yeah, I worked most of it. Yeah. But other than that, it was good. All right. Very cool. And then uh, last but not least, fashionably late. And uh, uh, Transformer oh, dude, again. Dude, your audio sounds terrible. I can't hear you. This is, this is why you need to get here more than two minutes before the show so we can test this stuff, bro. You got to get, get the, the rock, rock band, band mic out again. Yeah, get the rock band you gotta mic. Kick, you got to you gotta, yeah, we gotta kick you out. You got to come back. Fashionably late, and that's what happens. You can't troubleshoot. He'll be back. He'll be back with the rock band mic. We can only hope. We can only hope, exactly. Um and uh but starting right off i think we're gonna dive right into the news uh because i have a feeling our conversation tonight is going to take up some time yeah <laughs> it's gonna be a good one uh but let's dive into the news first um bobby do you want to go first sure uh so there's no image for this one today but uh news came out that aquaman is being canceled with aquaman number 65 this november in which we'll have a double-sized issue book, right the comic the book comic Aquaman is yeah. being canceled this November. Um, and then in other news, so this June, I don't know if we talked about it, but AT&T um, completed its $85 billion acquisition of Time Warner uh, just two days after a federal judge green-lighted the, green, uh, the deal. 
And then according to the Hollywood Reporter this week, Time Warner Media began a massive round of layoffs. And roughly one third of DC editorial ranks are being laid off, according to sources. Uh, the only person to survive the layoffs is the chief creative officer and one of my personal favorite comic book artists, Jim Lee. Uh, the really? DC, yeah, yeah. Everybody so, else there. Uh, got a third go. of them. Yep. Uh, DC wow. Direct, wow. the company's in-house merchandise uh, and collectibles manufacturer. The division has been shut. Has been uh, shut after 22 years. And another move that Warner Brothers Consumer Products has been taking an active role in DC merchandising. Wow. And, yeah. And then another victim, I'm going to, that leads into Dan's conversation about streaming news. Another victim of the Time Warner merger is. The uh, fact that it is going to be coming over. Let me see if I can get my graphic here. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, I lost the, did I lose the graphic? No. That's the Jim Lee, but here that's we are. That's the one, yes, that, but that's, that's he one. confirms it, so. He's the one that confirmed it. Um, all of the DC Universe stuff that's on the streaming app right now is going to be coming over to HBO Max. Which, which totally makes can sense. I just, can I just say, it's news, like it's big news, but it should that come everybody kind of figured was already going to happen. <laughs> so, um, Kind of, I mean, honestly, it's kind of a no-brainer. Um, it really is. So, um, but it's a big deal. Like all this DC stuff going on. Like, there's a lot of crazy stuff happening, and then obviously the DC fandom things coming up super quick. Um, and Christian and you were bringing up earlier how uh, off off the air how there's some just really crazy yeah shakeups going on with that already too. Yeah um do you want to elaborate on that a little bit yeah so i couldn't find the article on it um but i was reading an article last night when i was laying in bed and it was saying that there's been a pretty much a major shakeup in the fact that jeff johns is not expected to make any appearance at dc fandom they said that their source couldn't confirm it for 100 percent, but he's not currently expected to uh, a couple months ago he was supposed to do the the star girl panel and he got pulled from that. Um, and then, as of most recently, he was expected to do the Three Jokers comic panel. And supposedly, they're pulling that panel from there as well, or pulling him from it. The, the, it's just it's all speculation or rumors right now. But, I mean, Ray Fisher had some pretty strong things to say about him oh, and boy, Josh Whedon. Yeah. And especially in today's culture, in today's day and age, those things are not taken lightly, nor should they be. No. That is something he that and Josh feel... Whedon. I, yeah. if, like if you I'm I'm following um uh, uh a few of the people who are part of um uh the Justice League original Justice League release and part of the reshoots, uh including Ray Fisher on both Twitter as well as on Vero. And it's funny how like once one person speaks up. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, if there's a lot of credibility behind what that person is saying, there's a ton of stuff that comes oozing out of. Yeah. Well, um, and the big, the big thing about the Joss Whedon stuff, especially to me that I saw that was kind of the, the decider that it may be kind of like, okay, yeah, this is definitely real is you would think if that wasn't who he was, that some of the Marvel people or some of the Avengers actors or something like that would have come out 
and right. said something in his defense. You'd think so. But the fact that nobody has said anything, sometimes, there was, there was, sometimes silence one, speaks a lot louder. There was one comment right at the beginning when he when when Ray Fisher first made the statement that he wants to retake recant everything that he had said positive about him right um I can't remember who I it might have actually uh, was it Jeff Johns it might have been Jeff Johns it could have been him or someone else that, that would make sense in that was. realm if that he, would be he, like he was just as yeah if he's just as culpable with all this yeah stuff. yeah birds of a feather yeah right um I'm are you guys going to be watching the DC, DC fandom stuff at all or no? I I plan to, at least part of it. Joe, you're shaking your head no? No. Too busy or just not interested? Not interested. Really? Are you kidding me? Did you know you can go online and uh, set up like a whole schedule for you Dude. and it'll like alert you when the things you care about are actually pop up? You're not even remotely curious about what they're going to be releasing as far as the DC video game world and stuff that rock city is going to be. been, they've been got two out. unannounced movie panels there as well. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I'm what? kind of surprised uh, to hear you say that you don't at least want to hear about the Superman slash suicide squad game, suicide squad that, kills the justice league by Rocksteady. by Rocksteady. Like now that's something I'll watch on YouTube, catch yeah. up on, but it's not something like, um, uh, I've Okay. Full confession, Dan. I've tried to beat the Batman games that have come out since 360, and they're so boring. I fall asleep playing them. You don't the Arkham series? You're not a fan of the Batman wow. Arkham series? What? Yeah. they're very yeah. linear. So I could get. No, that. they're not. What? The first one is Arkham Asylum is the only linear one in the entire series. Uh, this is a revelation, sir, and I am so disappointed. You are bored by the Batman Arkham series games? That hurts. Alberto, hit him with it. What? Hit him with it, Alberto. Hit him. Hit him with it. Come on. <laughs> yeah, have a drink on that one, Joe. Jeez. <laughs> How many of those Holy drinks have cow. you had? Like what is not it about them? Okay, so stop guesses. We'll move on with the news in a sec. This is big news. Joe. <laughs> What did you not like about the Batman Arkham games? Um, the story doesn't capture my attention. It just doesn't. I disagree with you there. What? What? No, that's about, fine. That's fine. What would it take? What would it take for a game like that? Like those game? Like none of them? None of them? captured you is what you're saying there's been four of them now well take the uh, very first one half. did you try to play one? any of the other ones after arkham asylum all of them i've played okay. all of them i went and bought arkham is it arkham knight the, the most latest. recent one yeah. yeah i went and bought arkham knight the night release and brought it home put it in my playstation and loaded it up and it I played it for like three days, and I was like, "Yeah, nope." This wow. is you. You have a hard time getting into the Batman Arkham games, and yet the Witcher series <laughs> yeah. is preach super compelling for you. What? It is. What? <laughs> you have a hard time getting into Batman Arkham's. 
Wow. Okay. Maybe if Batman killed people, I'd be interested. Ouch. Well, technically, I'm, uh, he, I'm gonna just throw this out there. He technically breaks some breaks some necks in that game. You know, if you're if you're in the middle of winter, yeah, and uh, you bust someone's kneecaps and all of their ligaments and just leave them on the ground in the middle yeah. of a city where there's no police presence at all. Yeah. yeah they're pretty much dead. Or you hit them with the Batmobile. Going you hit them with the Batmobile and electrocute them at the same time. Yeah. You're pretty much dead. Let me say it this way. Um, the Batman games, I can see the, the aspect that draws people to them. I just find that there's, for me, there's more interesting games for my personality that I rather spend my time with. You don't like the combat? Combat oh, revolutionized third person. It did. Combat. It did. I'm playing Spider-Man too, and it's same type of combat. If anybody has enjoyed hand-to-hand combat and any superhero-related anything over the last ten years, it's probably because they're copying the Arkham format. Absolutely. So, I agree with you. Wow. I'm just so disappointed in you, Joe. You have no idea. So, <laughs> I love that series so much. So in the comments down below, find us a new fifth host. Right. There we go. There we go. Actually, I, I might have two. Oh, wait. <laughs> You're talking about getting rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I might have two to take my place. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. One of them being your wife. What does your wife think of the Arkham games? Has she played them? Um, she has she's watched me play them. Um she's watched you play them. Mm-hmm. She should definitely play them for herself and then I'm give like, us her review. I'm like, sweetie, look at Catwoman. You can totally pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> You've already tainted her opinion of the games by <laughs> no, actually, she doesn't know my game. She's listening upstairs right now. I'm sure she she's is. probably like, she's probably like, what? That's hilarious. Yeah, we're we're gonna count it down. She's gonna appear in the background with a baseball bat. Just (laughs) yeah, right. Harley Quimmy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, moving on, moving on to other news, um, non DC related. There isn't a whole lot going on streaming wise other than DC stuff, but there was this interesting thing that uh, came across my news feed this week. Uh, Stranger Things far or Stranger Things star. Um, again, going back to Stranger Things, I love this show. Um, but Gatton, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I've never, I hear it, and I still don't know how to say it. Uh, Matarazzo, Razo. Um, we'll go with that. Dude is apparently rocking a summer job. Uh, working as a food runner in New Jersey for uh, a family member's business, hey. <laughs> while the entire show is uh, essentially on uh, production hiatus. Got to make money. Um, yeah, you do. You got to. I mean, you I make mean, money. Not, but here's I, the deal: his he said, "quote unquote," he's doing it as quote something to do. Yeah, <laughs> he's not doing it to make money. I don't. Know I mean, if I don't even giving him a paycheck. He probably doesn't need it. Yeah. I would need something to do too if yeah you know my whole thing is making movies and then now there's nothing for me to do um 
I can't go back to work because nobody's making movies or TV shows. So I think everyone's starting to make podcasts now. I heard. Yeah, there you go. Everybody's <laughs> making podcasts. It's not that I don't really think it's that big, that big of a thing. I don't. I wouldn't won't, won't know last. anybody in that yeah. category at all. I I totally disagree. Um, yeah. So, um, so with that, uh, we can move on to Joe and Christian, who would like to go first. I'll go first. All right, Joe. So, some good news. Uh, the very first piece of news I'm going to share with you is Xbox is doing their summer sell. It came out of nowhere. Uh, yes. Thursday. And yes, yes, yes. It has some great games on sale. And so if you have an Xbox, yes, this is time to grab some great games. Um, I perused it a little bit. It looks amazing. There's some really good ones. Do you see any games that you would like to purchase? I always do <laughs> every summer sale, but yes, um, there's a lot on sale. Um, yeah, this this Xbox summer sale is like the equivalent to the Steam summer sale, where people yeah. buy a bunch of two dollar games. They're like, I can't wait to never try this and have it installed. <laughs> in my hard drive it's so true, bro. I did it's get okay. So thing. there was there was one that I got and I dropped like two dollars on it. And I did play it. And let me see if I can find. I'm gonna just try and find the the trailer for it. Let's we can keep chatting and fill time while I'm looking. I actually I actually bought the Resident Evil Seven. Oh yeah, it's like ten bucks. Ten uh, bucks? That's not bad at all. It's we're going through the Halloween season, and I'm like a good scary game. Sounds good. Like sounds fun to play right now. And so it was either that or trying to survive Alien again, which is. Have you any of you guys played Alien? The Alien isolation? isolation. Yeah, isolation. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, that game is nightmarish. So it, it has a system really in the is. AI that you can turn on your mic on your headset, right? And or your connect, <laughs> or your connect, and if you make any noises, the AI will find you. Yep. So I, uh, I had to stop playing the game around my wife because she screams. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. That's hilarious. Um, and yeah, they have some good games. It's I'm I've been waiting for. Uh, is it contact to come on sale? Is it contact? Contact? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I've been uh, waiting to come on sale. And um, I don't believe it is. So No, I noticed. I was perusing through. Because that one's another one that I feel like is one that I would really like. Yeah. But It's set in the same realm of Alan Wake. Is it in the same universe? Same universe. They just came really? out with the Alan Wake DLC. That. Did you that find your game? That is really cool. I did. So here's the trailer for it. It was only two bucks, but uh, this is the PS4 trailer. Um, let me see if I can if I can find it here. I got to make sure the audio is there as well. There we go. Okay. So anybody who likes retro gaming. Um, this is going to be a really interesting concept and I've been really enjoying it so far 
Um, it is a game called Super Mash. It is available on Xbox, PlayStation, PC, and Switch. And it's well, it's just it's got a really interesting concept here. You basically, I don't know how they do it. Basically, like you pick two different genres, and they're decent quality versions of each of those genres. Stick them together, hit blend, and just see what what shoots out. Um, and you can get something that's like incredibly dumb and boring, or something that's really, really fun and cool. Something that's super easy or extremely difficult, and there's all these different. Swift, like all these different adjustments that you can make to the mix. Um, I've been having a lot of fun with it. And I was thinking about doing a, a stream of it at some point, but it was only a few bucks. I was like, well, heck, this is worth taking a risk on it. Um, normally, I want to say it was like $20, $15, $20. Um, but uh, once you find it, and you can create and customize your own games, I guess, too, which is kind of cool. So it's got like a Mario Maker-esque kind of component to it. Um, I've been really impressed with it. So, yeah. So that's one of those super duper crazy cheap games, Alberto, that you were talking about that you think, I'm never going to play this. Well, I... Uh, Decided to actually give it a shot, and I've actually really been enjoying it. You're like, lo and behold, it only took 187 purchases, but I finally, I finally <laughs> found the two dollar game that I'm going to actually play for a little while, right? <laughs> yeah, get your money's exactly. worth at least. Right. <laughs> Steam's horrible at that, though, dude. They the the Steam sale comes out, and it's like, I'm thankful I don't have a good enough computer to be downloading a ton of games like that. Oh, Otherwise, you are you are blessed. You have no idea how many humble bundle sales there are. <laughs> humble bundle, oh, dude, for real. And they get you. Humble bundle is like for only one dollar, you can get this game for the increase of the average of eight dollars and twelve cents. You can get all of these additional games, and if you go above the average. You can get all of these games with a total of $15. But if you spend $20, you, you know, it's fun. Suddenly you're going from $1 to $20. It's like, and then they get you with the, and it's all for charity. So, oh, yeah, they, that's like, how they always get you. Well, it's for charity. So, oh, yeah, might as well just do 80 then. Yeah. You can pick your charity even. Yeah. There so, you go. Yeah. So, so my next news is a, a big one. We talked about um, Apple not allowing xCloud to be streamed on yes. uh, its service. And so what since last week, uh, Apple and Google kicked Fortnite, Epic Games, off their platforms. What? Yep. What? Really? And, and the reason why is because... Uh, Basically, what Epic Games did is like um, the way Apple set up is they get thirty percent of the profit of any other things sold in their store. Right, that's a lot. Uh, but Epic, yeah. so so uh, a battle pass is ten dollars through the um, Apple Store, and so what Epic Game did is they allow, they figured out a way to allow players to buy it directly from Epic Game for eight dollars. 
and they keep all the money, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and once that came, once that big update came out and, and Apple discovered it, they kicked them out. And so, Dan, did you find that uh, YouTube video? I do have it. It's, I do have it somewhere here. Hang on, let me find it. Weren't they like linking people from the app to the Epic Games website to purchase it from there? Correct. Yeah. yeah. So you were buying it from their website and not yeah. through the app. It's so, sneaky, but it's smart. However, regardless if it's sneaky or not, is 30%. It's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a, a lot. lot. A big chunk. Yeah, I found it, Joe. This one here? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's spinning. Yeah, this one. So you guys watch this. It's only like 48 seconds. Today, we celebrate the anniversary of the platform unification directives. <laughs> For years, they have given us their songs, their labor, their dreams. In exchange, we have taken our tribute, our profits, our control. I love how you know what this is a parody of, right? <laughs> we shall prevail. That's awesome. This was an old Apple commercial from the Olympic Games. From 1984. Yeah, so. That's hilarious. I had not seen that yet, Joe. And I haven't seen it either. I read about it, but I haven't seen it. I'm noticing uh, IGN down here in the corner. Did they make that or are they just? No, IGN posted it. They just posted it? Who made it? Epic Epic Games. Games. That's an, Epic that's, Games an official, made that? that's an official Epic Games that's video. An official like F you to Epic Game to Apple. Yeah. So in 1984. That is hilarious. <laughs> Go ahead and keep talking, Joe. In 1984, <laughs> Apple came out with a commercial that is very similar to this. Yeah. And basically Apple came out and like, hey, we're the underdog. That's been their that's been like the MO for the longest time. We're the underdog. Yeah. And um, they were so basically they made a parody about their own 1984, uh, 1984, uh, wow, paradigm, you know. And they reference the book 1984. Have any of you guys read that? Uh, long time ago, long time ago. That's interesting. So, what's the I kind of want to. Let me do a quick search here. I kind of want to see what the o- original commercial looked like. Yeah, like so, I was I was reading that like this issue with Epic Games is similar to the issue that Xbox the uh, the cloud servants mm-hmm. cloud service stuff is happening because it's the whole like Apple wants to be in charge of all the reviewing process, everything, every yeah. single thing. It's like you're coming in on how detail. Yeah, we gotta see everything. And the gaming they, world is like not going to have that at all. Well, so, Apple Apple says we need to be part of the, the review process, and not every game is going to be part of our review. When really it comes down to they're not getting a, they're not going to get a share of the money. Right. Exactly. So uh, two things. Does they need it again? Right. That's again. Really. That's me. They yeah. have no one has come out and said that either yeah. publicly or non-publicly. But, but I think know. it's kind of inferred to Yo, say yeah. like that's the Apple saying. Oh no, they're not. They're not. Up, they're not following our strict policies. Right? Yeah, it's implied. Okay, okay, here we are. Here we are. Here's the. All right. 
So there's the, yeah, let me bring this up. Let's see if I can bring this up. Okay, so here's the original one. Very dystopian future. Oh, yeah. Very. Like, the giver, the whole deal. Oh, wow. This is, like, almost identical. I was going to say, this is, like, beat for beat exactly what they... They did a really good job. Wow. Yeah. I'm curious why, what the tech is going to be. Why is the woman wearing a Hooters outfit? <laughs> That's a good we'll get, it was the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, on January 24th, outfit. Apple Computers will introduce Macintosh. And you'll see and you'll why see. 1984 won't be like 1984. Interesting. They became the thing they swore. So, yeah, so that was about Apple breaking up the monopoly that already existed outside of them. And now yeah. they've become the monopoly. And now they're on the other, the shoes on the other foot. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Two things. They filed a suit in the UK. Um, they're not asking for money or anything. What they're asking is that uh, they they are allowed to have their game back on the platform with Google and Apple and not have 30% taken from them. Yeah. But to be fair, also, Epic Games made over $4 billion last year. I mean, or that's a lot of money. And wasn't that just on mobile devices? I'm not 100% sure. I know that, like, I saw something crazy. I think it was like 70 or 80% of their profits from Fortnite was oh, yeah. on mobile it's devices. Definitely the biggest chunk. Which is but crazy. All of that combined with the legal action that's being taken against them potentially um, in the UK because the European Union's like, not having any shenanigans of their business practices either. And that came out like, this is, I mean, this is not good for Apple at all. Yeah. Um, they're picking fights that are not going to be very easily winnable, especially when that many big dogs are like, Nope, you need to be able to play with us. Yeah. In 2019, well, Epic Games reported 4.2 revenue in re revenue and 730 million in er earnings before taxes, depreciation, and amortization. Wow! Uh, revenue for 2020 um, is forecasted to be five billion dollars, with one billion dollars in uh, before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. That's wow. absurd. And that's according to VentureBeat.com. That's. But, they're making a lot of money, but it takes a company that big to fight a company like Apple. Yeah, it does. It does. And you, especially now that you've got does. Microsoft standing up to them as well. Uh, Microsoft yep. is too. Yeah. So you've Microsoft got is two. and and Facebook too. Yeah. Like so you've Facebook's got, you've got the, all been like trying to that are trying to like team no. up against them, basically break them down. Yeah. That's what it takes, to be honest. Yeah. But there's a lot of shenanigans that Apple's been doing for business practices for way too long. And way too many little fish have been just getting kind of trampled on and dealing with all of it because there's nothing they could do about it. Um, do you guys think this is, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Bobby, I'm curious specifically what you think, because you're a huge Apple guy. 
So I, I, I do love my Apple products. Um, part of me is it's like, it's Apple's playground. You yeah. want to play by our rules. You have to follow our rules. Yeah. Um, you want to, you want to, you want your game to be broadcasted on all of our devices. Then you need to pay us. So I totally get Apple's position as the gamer. It sucks, but that's yeah. kind of where, um, that's where I see it at right now. Yeah. So. Alberto, or no, Joe, you had you had something you were going to try and say. Yeah, it doesn't affect the gamer. You don't think it affects the gamers that have Apple devices and not Android devices? And what, what, I mean, to... what I mean by I'm speaking about what Bobby's saying is that like if they came on, they do deserve to get paid something for using their platform. 30%, I don't know, but that's um, a bit much. Yeah, but the gamer. Up until today, I had no idea it was thirty percent. Yeah, it's free to the it's free to the game. I mean, it's free the gamer. What yeah. what changes is that because these two companies are um, having a tiff, the gamer loses. Maybe that's what. Maybe I misunderstood what you're trying to say, Bobby. No, it they definitely do lose because people can't agree on profit sharing. Um, Apple wants its money because. It's their platform, it's their devices, it's their hardware, and they want to continue mon making money right now. Um, they're going to have continued production slowdowns because of COVID-19. They're not, um, people in factories isn't going to happen as much. You're having trade wars with America, which is helping, which is slowing down the supply chain. Um, there's recent news that Apple is now moving towards more their software side of things because now they're going to start bundling their subscription services. I myself, I've subscribed to Apple Music, so I'm paying 10 bucks a month on that. I'm paying 20 bucks a month for um, online backup through Apple. I'm now mm. paying an additional $5 for their Apple Arcade, which I may or may not uh, cancel. Um, so, and then I'm also through Apple, I'm also paying for Disney Plus. Uh, and uh, some fitness app that I use sometimes. Uh, so you have all that stuff going through through Apple um, to use Apple for the 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 privilege to use Apple products for the privilege for your app to be brought to our consumers. You need to give us money to have that privilege. So yeah, I wonder though. Like, <clears throat> so here's here's where I think the gaming world in particular, and this is why I love the the title of uh, the article that you that you picked, Joe, is absolutely perfect. Um, they stumbled into a war with the gaming industry and the future of the iOS is at stake. I think that sums it up very nicely. Yeah. Like the gaming industry. When, they when have put, no foothold in the gaming industry. Right. And when and push comes to shove, to. here's the thing that I love about they're trying the gaming to. world. They're yeah. trying no to. Matter, no matter if you love PlayStation or you love PC or you love Nintendo or you love Xbox or whatever your platform is, there are some things that everybody ends up rallying around and getting on the same page about if it's something that they can see will have a negative impact on everybody in the industry yeah you look at ea as a huge like they were the big bad guy for how long now with all yeah. the loot crates and all that stuff like everybody hated ea yeah are they still making bank 
Yes. Were people still buying their stuff? Yes. But they were the villains of the industry for a long time. And regardless of whether or not you were an Xbox person or a PlayStation person or a Nintendo person, every one of us all agreed EA was just led by scumbags. Right. Like they still are. And they still are, right? They still are. But they're at least realizing, hey, there's something unique about the fan base and about the developers and about the creators and the consumers of this medium that's maybe a little bit different than all of these other mediums, like, especially with the power of social media and all of that, like, you don't mess with the gamers. You really don't. And if you're going to start doing business practices that, we recognize they're going to be hosing everybody uh, in the long run or, or at least creating a trend that we know could end up hosing everybody. <laughs> We're not going to be cool with that. So um, Alberto, what do you think? You've been silent for a while. I'm curious. What are your thoughts on this whole iOS Apple conflict? Oh, I just didn't want to, interrupt this one no you're but, you're good dude I, I i figured you'd might you had some thoughts and i'm just curious i i want to hear the smooth sultry voice <laughs> through that wonderful rock band mic again so <laughs> um i think i think if this kind of issue happened five years ago it would like this news would probably be buried but considering like in recent years uh, since the gaming industry, specifically the fans of gaming, um, have been a lot more outspoken about uh, shady practices or practices that they don't appreciate from businesses. Like mm -hmm. the first one that jumps to mind is a couple years ago when Battlefront 2 came out. And that almost basically single-handedly ended the entire loot box thing. And it really changed right. the landscape for loot boxes. It so, almost ended EA. Yeah. yeah really? so, so something like this, I think, is like... When the xCloud thing happened, I think it was kind of like the starting point. And within a week, this whole thing ended up happening, too. Um, I think what ended up happening was that, like, a lot of people are finally being outspoken, especially since, like, the xCloud is more maybe for fans that are, are, like, wanting to dip their toes into Xbox or have been fans of Xbox. But with Fortnite, they have a billion devices with millions of fans on that yeah. device that are able to link their Epic Games account, play on their PC, play on their home <clears throat> consoles, and you know, just kind of switch all carrying the same profile. Exactly. So it's, it's like I've huge seen people, for the whole industry for sure. I've seen people sit next to me and just play a game, and then like an hour or two hours later, when we're hanging out their house, they're playing on their Xbox, and they love it. They love being it's able same, to change and it's everything. The same game they're picking up, and yeah. Yeah, and, so, and that right there, that's a great point, Alberto. I feel like that right there is a big part of how the industry is moving and people are loving that feature. And it's slowly going to get to the point where consoles are less and less of a huge issue. And Apple coming in like this and basically giving a middle finger to the whole concept of, well, no, if you want to play with us, then you have to, you know. Yeah meet these ridiculous standards and epics finally going you know what screw it no we're not gonna do that and i think gamers are smart enough to realize hopefully a lot of them are 
to realize who the, the real bad guy is. So do we know what happens to people who have the game already on their Apple devices? Do they so still get typically or no? what happens is, is you, you get the game. You just can no longer update this game mm-hmm. and no longer make any purchases. For the is that game. what it is, Joe? So yeah, they wouldn't correct. be able to purchase yep. battle yeah. passes, skins, anything like that. And they wouldn't be able to get any more updates. So as soon as the so to some degree. That's a really big deal for Epic to make that decision that they're officially just not going to play with Apple. Because I'm sure Apple is still a big chunk of their player base. Um, and to say that we're not going to do that, that's basically saying, but here's, I'm trying to think out loud here. Like that's a big part of their player base that could be on Apple devices. But the fact that their profile is able to carry over to everything else, that's a game changer. And that gives them a stronger position to be able to make that choice that they didn't have before. Because before, if everybody's profile was specific to a specific console or platform, that'd be a big deal to be like, well, we're not going to be on Apple devices. And that could be millions of users that are just completely gone. Yeah after the update comes out and they can't, it's like it stops them from being able to provide an update to millions of users. But the fact that their profile is able to be still carried over and played on multiple other platforms gives them a really, really strong position to be able to do this. So um, it's messy. It's messy. It's very messy, but it's really like that cross platform stuff is a game changer for game developers. It really is. Um, very cool. Is there any other uh, Xbox or PC news, Joe, that you had? Yeah. Nope. That was it. Okay. That's it. Awesome. Um, moving on. Uh, who wants to go next, Christian? Yes. All right. So I'll make mine super quick. Just got two little blurbs to talk about. I want to be. I want to be able to jump into the uh, main topic here pretty shortly. So yes. Um, first things first. There has been a pretty big accusation tossed around this week um, by a developer. Let me pull, let me see if it specifies who said this. Uh, So uh, Dust Golem, a notorious rumor monger who's been sharing Capcom Intel for a few months reported that developers were struggling to get their games running at at true 4k on the PS5. Really? Saying that you'll be seeing a lot of fake 4K, he says Wait, that, that what is some fake 4K. So what fake, so basically just upscaling. So they're uh, okay. only running they're like at whatever running at that right. resolution. Gotcha. Now, obviously, this is hearsay. This is not coming from like an official source in the slightest sense. But this has picked up some steam, and it's kind of got picked on a life of its own, and it's caused a lot of no offense, Dan, Xbox fanboys <laughs> to start. We can just, be kind of trolly. Yeah. To start, a little to bit. start just, <laughs> just blowing this up everywhere of saying, course. Oh, look, Xbox is going to have natural 4k Xbox. To quote, have this Xbox to quote have this. South park. That's just how Xbox people are. Right. Oh. <laughs> Which I mean, to be fair, if PlayStation comes out and tries to sell the PS five as running at natural 4k and it doesn't, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. But if they yeah. don't mention it and it doesn't, why They're should not we care? False advertising if they never advertise. Right. So. And I and I don't personally personally, I don't have a 4K TV. 
I don't know anybody who has a 4K TV. You oh, do now. I know two people that have 4K TVs. <laughs> but so personally, 4K doesn't matter to me. You I, say that. You say that. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I have a 4K TV with HDR. It's a night and day difference. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't see any reason why that would make. I. I. Per, I enjoy the graphics of the games I play now. I think they look fantastic. I enjoy the speeds. People who are like, oh, 30 frames a second versus 60 versus. I don't see why that makes a difference. Oh, it makes a difference. And that and that might be. I might I've just never personally probably played something at that much at that high of a speed for it, me to be uh, able to tell a difference. Christian, oh, come over to my house. Difference. It does. Come over to my house. I'll pour you some whiskey. I'll show you the 4K. For the record, you don't have to have the whiskey in order to understand. <laughs> you have to wear it. masks, by the way. <laughs> yes, so six feet apart with the masks. Yes. <laughs> no, no, the whiskey will um block everything sanitize Sanitize the yeah right that's exactly right sanitize your lungs so inject it through yeah exactly so just put it into my little he throws a little disclaimer out there saying he's just passing stuff around that he's heard from multiple people working on games on both platforms okay so why are you even saying it then if you don't have a real source you don't have an official like because so, he wants to stir the pot. Right, exactly. Sounds like what Donald Trump does. Right. He's yeah. Trying to stir the pot and get so, all the console war back into, you know. Yeah. So I thought it was worthy of mentioning, at least because it's a news story that's passing the rounds. I'm sure that's probably true for some developers. Yeah. That and you know are what? Making and it, extremely ambitious games. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that's probably the case at the moment. Yeah. And who knows if those are games that are supposed to be out at launch? Probably not. Right. If they're still in development. Yeah. So yeah. Um that's the that's that's how early console like a new console early in its lifespan is right. I mean, before like, the Xbox when the 360 yeah. came out, there was nothing running at 1080p no. like, at all. By the end of its lifespan, everything was running at 1080p. Well, and especially like no. okay, like my 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 PS4 literally sounds like a jet engine anytime I, anytime <laughs> i try to play call of duty yeah. like sometimes it's the, like yeah like sometimes yeah, yeah. the consoles just don't need to work that hard yeah here's my yeah, problem I was, I was gonna, i'm sorry you know what you haven't said much you go first oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's very kind of you oh yes alberto Say something in your fun little uh, rock band mic. <laughs> so what I was gonna say is that um, if this ends up being true, let's just say that it um, it can't really run native 4K. I feel like that's also something that shouldn't be a surprise, considering that even in this current generation, you can buy the PS4 Pro, Xbox Series X, and PS4 Pro still only does checkerboard 4K. And like like an example is um, on Horizon Zero Dawn. You can either favor performance or favor graphics. You can have something in 4K with a lower frame rate, or you can have something in uh, 1080p with a higher frame rate. So PlayStation has always kind of been a little bit behind with that stuff. I'm and I'm not saying that, you know, like as an, you know, I'm I'm trying to like defend one or the other, but I'm trying to say is, if it ends up being true, I wouldn't be surprised because at the same time, I have. The, the pro at home and i'm in the same boat with, with with christian i boot up a game and it sounds like i'm like on the air force base yeah. and it's it's just ridiculous <laughs> like like absolutely non-stop so 
would not be surprised. Well, first of all, I want to say my Xbox One X is quiet. Yes, it's quiet. I agree. The Series X Mine is, is too quiet as a mouse. No matter what I'm playing on it, Red Dead Redemption, whatever, it's quiet as a mouse. I, I, I would like to throw out there: Call of Duty is the only game I've ever, I ever hear a peep from it on. And Call of Duty is also <laughs> a game that takes up almost a, almost like a terabyte of space. So I think that it's might a be the problem. Beefy game. That's true. Yeah. Um, what I don't understand is from the 362 Xbox One. Um, how how we went from 1080p on a 360 to 900p on the Xbox One on the OG Xbox One? Can you guys explain that to me at all? I don't know enough about it. The original one, the original Xbox One can yeah. only run 900p. Yeah, can I only run that. 900p. Yes, that's not right. It is right. Yeah, it is the worst performing of like. Current generation so Batman, I, that came out. Batman Arkham Knight runs at 900p, not 1080p. No, a, a, a large majority of games have that problem on the been like the first generation Xbox One. I'm gonna look that up. Well, while you're looking that up, <laughs> yeah, I'll hit my second news story so we can save some time here. Go for it. Um, Amazon UK has listed amongst a couple other things, if not super great newsworthy they have listed uh legend of zelda skyward sword for the switch so that's pretty much one of the last if not the last older legend of zelda games to not get a reboot or a remaster or anything like that in the last few years um and that's one that a lot of people have mixed feelings on. I know some people that that's their favorite Zelda game. I know some people that it's their least favorite Zelda game. Um, but Amazon le- listed it for about a day and then took it down suddenly. And now it just now and now where the pit link used to be, it just is an unregistered upcoming Nintendo Switch game. So I mean, most I feel like anytime you get a retailer that posts that you're you're getting pretty likely that that's going to be coming out at some point granted it's it's the release date that it showed was december 31st 2030 so obviously that's a placeholder but it would not surprise me if within the next six months we hear a, a, a release for that all righty that's all um, for me Joe, I'm not seeing anything here about it only running 900. The uh, the closest that I'm seeing is that original Xbox games run at 920p, hmm. which is nine times their original resolution. Um, yeah. I'm not seeing anything about the system maxing out at only 900 but i am i am if you can find a fun little source i would be very interested to read that so i i can't hear you i can't yeah, I, think, I think you might be muted nope, nope still, still muted. muted how about now hey there, there we go, we go. now can you hear there. me now yes um, yes i got you i'm sending it to you please do i'm actually really curious to learn more about that um 
Alrighty. And last but not least, Alberto, did, did I get any links from you, sir? Uh, yeah, fashionably late or, as always, uh, but yeah. <laughs> did, uh, fashionably late, but we got them yeah. here. All right. Yeah, so I will run through them no more than a minute each. I only got two things. All right. Um, it's all good. Just because I know that we're running, we're running a little bit longer. But uh, first thing is, uh, I can't remember who, but one of you guys shared it in the chat earlier. And, and then I looked a little bit more into it. Uh, Tron, there's going to be a sequel. So a yes. third one in the series, which is really exciting. But at the same time, there was a separate article. Um, I should have also like been linking that one. But it was from uh, Screen Rant. They also mentioned that despite it being a sequel, it's looking like it's going to be a standalone sequel. So not so much in the same realm of a continuation of Legacy story. Because Legacy was continuing the original story. Right. And now we're Jared Leto having to be like the star it seems like it's going to be going just in his own little standalone thing. The original Tron 3 was supposed to be another continuation from Legacy. Right. Kind of, kind of like going off of like what like that cartoon show Kolioko was where AI comes into the real world. So there's like a real world yeah. AI hybrid. Um, I, no one really knows what direction they're, they're going to be going in now. No one really knows exactly. Um, That's but, interesting. But it is going to be, regardless, I'm going to end up watching it. I think it's one of the most. Well, I definitely want to see it yeah. for sure. Like, but... I, I remember watching them, even if they were not the most exciting story-wise movies to watch. Visually, they were always kind, kind of one of the more interesting ones oh, yeah. from the Disney catalog. Do you ever um, do you ever watch Tron Legacy when it, in, in theaters or, or even at somewhere in 3D? I saw it at home, but I wish I saw it at 3D. Dude, watching Tron Legacy in 3D, really cool experience. Correct me if I'm um, wrong. Wasn't Tron Legacy one of the first movies to really like take advantage of the de-aging technology? It was. It didn't do a very good job no, of it. No, but it was one of the but first movies to ever do. It was it. a pretty prominent yeah. part of it, for sure. Yeah, for Jeff sure. Bridges' younger version or whatever. Yeah. Um, but... One of the cool things about that was they they used 3D to really be a part of the storytelling mechanic. Like I went into the theater originally and there's even a graphic up the very beginning of the movie that says some parts of this movie are not in 3D. That is on purpose. So don't feel like you're not watching yeah, 3D and it, getting ripped off. Know, I think I saw it in 3D. I think everything outside... Of Everything that was like real world wasn't 3D. Was was not in 3D. It was all yeah. shot in 2D, and that was intentional. And then as soon as he got sucked into the digital world, like like the 3D yeah. stuff just started like hitting. It was a really cool effect. I loved how they did it from a just a story immersive perspective. It was really cool. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious what they're gonna do with this story though, because if it doesn't have any of the characters from the other one, I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm not as excited. Yeah. So, and then the uh, second bit of news is, um, don't know if you guys have ever watched the movie game night. If you haven't, it's a really good, it's fresh take on comedy and like that really generic, like slasher house party, murder mystery type of deal. Like okay. it's, it's, it's awesome. Like it's Rachel great. McAdams, James, um, Jace, Jason Bateman, they both star in it, and it's charming. It's witty. It's really unique. And anyway, the the writer from the movie is going to be teaming up again with Jason Bateman to be making this movie called Superworld. Hmm. Uh, it's it's not the most 
original concepts we've seen it in some sort of forms like in the show the boys and even the you know the movie the incredibles where it's set in distant future not so far future 2038 where everyone on earth has superpowers except one man and now this one man is going to go in a you know kind of like in a journey it's corporate level journey to try to do something about all that so Huh. We've seen it. We've seen it in, in different mediums. We've seen it in the comic books and in, in TV shows and movies. So I'm excited to see because a I love Jason Bateman. I don't know if you guys have ever watched like you know his serious stuff from Ozark to his hilarious stuff from like uh, horrible bosses. But everything he's been in, honestly, I just been a, uh, like like a huge fan of. So for him and the writer from from Game Night to be tackling something like this, um, I think it's gonna be like a fresh take on the big movie screen. About the whole superhero world, about superhero constantly. So, having... so he's starring in it. Yeah, yeah. And he's like writing or part of the writing of it as well. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I because as soon as I hear him and superhero, I instantly think Hancock. Oh Ooh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that's true. You know, uh-huh. um, that's that's what immediately comes to my mind. Um, is is that and that was comedy to some i mean i would say that was like action comedy too yeah um so he's but he's playing a character that is the only person in the world that doesn't have superpowers yeah at least from my understanding i don't know if, if he's going to mm-hmm. be like star starring in like the, the title role but so far all, all all i really know is that it's gonna be based off of the the book super world and hmm. um i don't know i'm I'm excited to see it because if you guys are a fan of the boys, it really does feel like that. It really feels okay. like they're they're taking that and just putting that onto like the big screen. Um, I do and, love the boys, and season and, three is apparently a two. for sure thing already. Yes. Yeah. Oh, even though season two hasn't been released yet. <laughs> September fourth. Yeah. We're, we're counting it down. Counting I'm it down. So excited for that. But that's cool. it. That's, that's all I got. So we. Can- that's awesome, dude. That's that's actually kind of exciting. I'm looking forward to that. So, do we know what the release of that is going to be at all, or no? No. So far, it's just really early into development. Okay. Oh, I would I would imagine probably like 2022 or something at that yeah. point. Yeah, probably. Alrighty. So that's our uh, that's our news. That was a that's half of our show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Although we did maybe spend an extra, you know. 10 or 15 minutes talking about why in the world Joe doesn't like Batman Arkham games. It was we also bashing on Apple. Yeah. Worth it. Was worth it. So, um, so moving on to our conversation for the evening though, um, conspiracy theories and fan theories of some of our favorite movie, video game and television franchises. Um, and really, let's just go. Okay, so I think the structure for this would be good if we were to pick like maybe one or two each, and depending on how much time we spend on this, but share maybe your f- top one. And, and then, then when we have more time, we can fast track. We can like speed fast track. The other last, but I'd like to go around the group yeah, and just try and get a a little sense of who believes it, who doesn't. Yeah, kind of thing you know. So, um, who would like to go first? I'll go first. You go first. Go, if you want to, whatever, whatever you want to do. If you want to go first, you can. No, you go first, Christian. All right. So this is something that 
I was going to talk about during our Star Wars episode, but we got so into all the other stuff that we didn't really have enough time. And so I, I knew this episode was coming, so I saved it for this. I tried to get some materials together. Um, I couldn't find it, the articles I was looking for, so we're just going to okay. go off memory. So the theory itself states that Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams at the last minute changed the ending to Rise of Skywalker, killing Kylo Ren to make Rey be the hero. Because if Kylo Ren lives, he saves her life, and he lives, that makes him the hero. And they were concerned that that if he lives, that's technically a Skywalker left alive, and then she doesn't get her spotlight. Mm. So the the evidence to back this up is... I believe it. Yeah, it's a couple pieces. First piece of evidence, and I went back and rewatched the clip just this morning. So we've all seen Rise of Skywalker, Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the end. So right towards the end of Rise of Skywalker, last few minutes, when he comes out and saves her and does the the return force healing to her, is the music then plays over it, and other than her saying his name and then them kissing, there's no audio heard from them or from anything in the movie. It's all just the score playing over it. And there are two separate shots, one from behind him and one from behind her, where you can see their jaws moving. They clearly filmed dialogue in that scene and cut it out. Hmm. And so, and then the scene, right before he falls over, you see her talking to him and he smiles. And then all of a sudden he just passes out. It was very like weird timing. No, no sense that he was ill. Like, and my my thought process behind it was always, if you wanted to, if you wanted us to to see that he was on death's door, have the wounds he suffered that healed when she, when Ray force healed him, come back. Because you know when she force heals him, the scar goes away on his face, the right, scab right, right. wound goes away, all that goes away. So mm-hmm. if he was returning the force healing, you would think that sort of stuff would come back if he was all of a sudden on death's door. So you can see they're talking, and then all of a sudden it just he goes down and it, and it cuts, right? Next thing we see is them all on the resistance base, and Ray's just happy. Looks like not a care in the world, like not this guy she just kissed died. And there's the scene cuts from where she's standing to Poe and Finn and they turn and look at her with a look of surprise on their faces. Christian, I'll tell you why I believe your theory. Hit me with it. They shot the rise of Skywalker in modules. Yep. And they, with each module, they, and with each test audience, they, they removed, Mm -hmm. they removed, took away or reshot stuff to make, quote unquote the perfect movie that they thought they were going to make. Yep. So there's also I was reading a rumor that there is that this beginning of the movie featured Anakin and Luke remaking the 
the lightsaber and giving it to Ray and training Ray on the jungle world. So right. you have all this type of stuff going mm-hmm. into it. So that's why I think it's an awesome yeah. theory. And there was a picture from the end of filming, everybody on the, 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 the resistance base and Adam driver is there in the exact same outfit he's wearing in his death scene. So you think there's there's like footage and a version out there where he lives? Yes, because because you look at the Poe and at, at Poe and Finn's faces, <clears throat> why would they look surprised to see just her there? Yeah. Unless all unless he's standing there with her. Yeah, maybe. And all the right. very Can the we... very end of that. Yeah, go ahead. Where she's standing there looking at the two suns or two moons or whatever. Right. Somebody looked at it. It's the exact same footage from her facing down the TIE fighter early in the movie. It's the exact same footage. They just spliced it into the end of the Bobby. movie. Bobby. <laughs> Wait, I can't, we can't see it. Show, show it again. You got to let it go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from a Snyder cut. That's why people said to you, Dan. I know. I know. There's no way George Lucas had nothing to do with it. Oh no, I think it's I think it's just funny, but it's, um it's just all of the extremely upset Star Wars people yeah. wishing that they could have the same success that all the DC fans have. You're just not part yeah. of the Doomcock army. <laughs> I just feel incredibly dirty and inappropriate saying Doomcock in the first place. Yeah. That's a, pretty that's sure a hell of a name, that, right? I know um, that should have been your nickname, Joe. Yeah, right. Exactly, Doomcock. There's but, your. There you go. There's your new gamer tag, Joe. We've been looking for one. There it is. Yeah, that's Doomcock that's... Soldier. There you go. <laughs> do we believe this or do we not believe this, Bobby? You said you believe it. I, Joe, believe, I totally believe there's some version of that working out. I believe it. I believe it too, because the rises does. Rise of the Skywalker, it just felt way too hodgepodge of a movie. I felt like it was a lot of different ideas into one. And I'm just, and, and I mean, like if Christian's saying all this and it's, and it's all these details that, that, that I didn't even notice, but it doesn't make sense. I'm like, oh, watch it well, again. Sure. Yeah, watch it again and pay attention. To watch it again. You know how well, long you know that what? movie is? Go and watch the last 10 oh, minutes of it. Watch the last 10 minutes. Of it. Back when I was a day, we couldn't fast forward to streaming movies. No, we had to use our VHS tapes and fast forward to the exact part. And if we wanted to go back to the movie, we had to wait five minutes to watch the whole movie again, you young whippersnapper. I you can go to any part of the movie. You can go to that part of the movie right now. Exactly. Dan, you know what do you think? Believe it or not. I'd show Bobby laying it out straight that is exactly right what what do i believe it yes i believe parts of it i think i think it's very i mean bobby brings out a good point that it was shot in modules yeah which means that it was probably like a i would imagine that the editing floor and the producing side of it probably had to some degree their own flavor of a choose your own star wars adventure yeah concept and different acts or different chunks of the movie were available to splice together certain ways so that the most positively reviewed or test screen yeah. version would get to the theaters, which isn't that sad. Sucking. Isn't that sad that the, that the version we got was the most positive test screen version? Yeah. It's still yeah. 
and it still sucked. Well, and here's the deal. Colin Trevorrow had apparently an amazing script that he was never well, you, you know you know why he wasn't allowed to use it? We can thank Brian it... Johnson for that. No. <laughs> yeah, no. no if Ryan no. Johnson hadn't eradicated no. everything. No. No. I'm just trying to rile I'm just trying to rile me, dude. I'm just trying to rile Dan up. It'll be an eight hour long podcast. Let's just keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Moving on. Other theory. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. All right, Joe. What do you got, dude? The other theory is uh neo never left the matrix what and, and how did wait what hear me out the fan theory about this is that after the first movie he unlocks the ability to stop bullets we all remember that oh, and the second man. movie um at the end of it he was able to uh affect the sentinels he's able to have neo powers in the real world that's right his mind was all like, I can feel them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the theory is he was never unplugged. Oh, wow. It's just part of the simulation. If that this is true, where would Matrix 4 go then? I'm sorry, what? I said, like, if this fan theory is true, like, do you think this fan theory has been circulating before the production of Matrix 4 or during the time of Matrix 4? Because I mean, I feel like this fan theory will have an answer yeah. as soon as those movies come out, for sure. Where does that put his sacrifice? What is that? The yeah. uh, This theory I, I read <sighs> is from Reddit from, like, 2015. So, Okay. So it was before the official announcement of the new movie coming out, but it was long after the whole trilogy came. So which would give credence to the new movie if he was never really unplugged. I believe it. I believe it. Bobby, what do you think? It's fun. It's a fun theory. <laughs> it's a fun theory. It's fun. Yeah. The whole the whole third Matrix movie was disappointing. I love the first Matrix. I thought it was groundbreaking. The yeah. second one, I'm like, okay, you're building it. And then the third one just kind of like right down the crapper. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I, I enjoyed it still, but I it's yeah, something about the third Matrix movie, but yeah, it's fun. Why not? Sure. Alberto, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I'm having kind of a hard time because um, I don't know. I'm kind of having a hard time because like what Dan was saying, like what does this mean for the whole sacrifice? And I'm kind of lost at words because believe it or not, rev um, what was it? The last one was Re Revelations. Revolution. Revolution. Revolution was actually the first Matrix I watched, and I watched it as a kid. And then I watched two, Wait, and then I watched started one. Started with the last one. <laughs> I was it, listen. I was on a road trip to Canada with my cousin. It was the How only DVD he had. Curious. Oh, uh, single digit age, probably. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so I remember watching, it and I was like, "Oh, that was cool." Then I saw the second one. I was like, "What?" And then I saw the first one. I was like, "Okay, this one's really good." Wait, what the heck did I see? I and I thought that was the order of the movies, and then I found out the other way around. So, so not only is my idea of the timeline messed up because I watched everything wrong, but I still find it kind of hard to believe that he never woke up. For him to never wake up seems so sad, and then I just feel like the entire last bit of of the sacrifices just 
nulls it almost a little bit. Right. So where does that put everybody else that's in the matrix? Because if yeah. he never leaves the matrix, and that means everybody he's talking to in the movie is a simulation. In every single one of the films is either A, a simulation, or B, they're all stuck in the matrix too. Yeah, because then what happens to Trinity? Like right. that that's my immediate question. My, my immediate question is like, is she awake then somewhere else? Or is she dead, I guess, now in the real world? She officially dead, like are they all simulations in AI and it's all just really there to keep him as the one stuck in this hmm. weird territory? Yeah. Right. Like, is that kind of like, I, I'm curious about the ramifications of this. Cause essentially it sounds like people are basically trying to make it into the same plot twist of total recall. Like, <laughs> You, this whole world exists for you in your head, and you're the hero, and you're the one, and everybody else is really not in a real thing. This is all just a simulation for you, yeah. but you don't know it. And did you leave or did you not leave? And it kind of and that sounds like a total recall, you know. You know what it reminded me of? Um, my wife never seen uh, Inception until like two nights ago, mm -hmm. and it reminded me of Inception. Because at some point, that. at some point, um, Hobbs loses connection of not knowing what was the real world or not. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like a matrix within a matrix. Watch, watch the movie and keep an eye on what whether he's wearing a ring or not, because there's oh strong man. evidence. There's another fun fan theory mm -hmm. slash conspiracy that movie. That when he's wearing the ring, he's in a dream. When he's not wearing it, he's not in a dream. Because his totem is actually the ring. It's not the top. Yeah. Really? That yeah. was his wife's totem. That was his wife's totem. It wasn't his. So when he's in a dream world, uh, he's still emotionally connected and tied to being married uh, to his wife. And she keeps popping up. So he's wearing a ring. But mm -hmm. when he's in the real world, she's dead. He's not there. He's not wearing a ring. So at the very end of the movie, was he wearing a ring? Nope. So he was not. That was, that was reality. That was that theory, at least. I know my wife That's is. theory, anyway. I know my wife is listening, and she cried like a baby at the end. <laughs> That's yeah. a good You know what? She think is... it was real, or like, was he stuck in this dream world or not? Like, why was she? No, it's just a whole fact of, like, losing your spouse and going yeah. into your dream and yeah. spend time with your spouse and, yeah. um, and ultimately try and get your your way back to your kids. I think it just uh, hit on a level for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one of those movies that I would definitely like to go back and experience for the first time again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely, dude. The entire time yeah. like this with my wife. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like what, waiting for their reaction yeah. Almost more than yours. And ironically, it is actually going to be um, coming to theaters again. They got pushed back, but July um, was its uh, July 31st was its 10th anniversary. And they had an anniversary screening scheduled for it. But then COVID pushed everything back, but they are still planning on doing it. 10 so. years. Ten years ago is when that movie came out. July, so we just July. we watched we watched the season two of Umbrella Academy. 
I haven't seen it yet, so don't spoil anything. It's it's one, it's amazing. It's better than the first season. And um two is like uh who's the girl that plays in uh Banya? Who who's Banya? Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Man, she's she's seriously aged in the last ten years compared to, to what she was in Inception, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is is nuts. Is like watching two different people. Yeah, interesting. So, do we believe this theory or do we not believe this? What do we think? The Matrix one, Bobby. What do you think? Are we still in the Matrix? I thought we said. I thought we already figured out the Matrix. Are we on Inception? <laughs> we kind of jumped ship oh. just because it was kind of tied into it. Well, I um, said the Matrix. I'm going to say no. Ruling of the first theory that Joe gave though was in, was the Matrix, and we haven't really ruled on that yet. You know what? So I the, said no. I'm going to say no. My my first reaction was yes, but upon further thinking of it, and what especially what Alberto and Dan you guys are saying about like the sacrifice and that sort of stuff, I'm going to agree. I'm going to say no. Nah. I want to say that. What you think? It's like I want to entertain the idea of it and definitely read more into it, but I. I'm still going to stick with the idea that everything that happened really did happen. Do I think it would be a fun twist? Oh, yeah. Definitely. But I just want to say one thing. We can move on. Then if it was final, how are they making a Matrix 4? That is a question I have been asking since the moment I saw that it was going to happen. I promise you. Immediately, I was like, what are they going to do? Prequel? Honestly, what are they going to do? Well, the entire original trilogy ended on a note that said hey this isn't going to last forever this piece yeah exactly gonna last forever just as yeah. long as it can i would love an animatrix sequel side note completely but mm, that was fun that was a good series yeah mm-hmm. all the different episodes with different um styles different yeah. like artistic styles and it was stuff cool yeah. and i loved it it was like a big love letter to the series yeah. all righty who wants to go uh who wants to go next i'll go oh, next I didn't give mine i uh oh. Yeah, I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't buy it. <laughs> Who wants to go next? Bobby. Go. All right, Bobby. What's yours? Captain America was there from World War II throughout the entire MCU and didn't do anything. And he was at Peggy Carter's funeral. So I am going to share my screen. I'm going to share it. Let's see if this works. I don't know. If Hold on. Give me a second. See? Uh, Come on, application window. Can you share? Yeah, I'm going to. Can you? Yeah, yeah, hold on. Just give me if, one if second. Anything, if anything, it might just replace his camera. Yeah. It might. All right. Oh, he's sharing it. There we go. Okay. Stream. You need to make sure you're on the right screen, though. There we go. All right. Can everyone see what I'm looking at? Yes. Yes. So this is the funeral in Civil War when Peggy Carter died. And this right here huh captain america he was there no. the entire time i'm already saying no he wasn't part so there's different so depending on who you talk to which writer which producer which director they say no captain america jumped ship to a different timeline and lived it and then jumped back to the prime timeline or whatever um i think it was just always there and captain america did different things and knew he had to for the timeline to keep going the way it had to he had to do things in a different way to help people survive because he's captain america it was the right thing to do um 
I'm gonna try and see. I'm I'm gonna reserve my. Uh... Yeah, here's what I'm looking. Bobby, for. are you are you done with your point about it? Because yeah, I have a I'm counterpoint. Done. I'm okay. going to counterpoint it. Go so for it. there are two major, three major reasons why I don't buy the theory. Theory, the reason number one is that there is no way that the Captain America that is established in the MCU would let ninety percent of the things that happened in the timeline between when he went back and where he ended up happen. He just wouldn't have been able to. He is literally a stubborn do-gooder. Like he wouldn't have been able to sit by and let that happen. Point number two is that it's, in my opinion, I thought it was pretty clear that he that it was insinuated that he went because he had the time suit still. So he went, dropped everything off, went back to her, and then at the last minute when he was about when things were about to end, he came back to them. Right. Yeah. And the final one is originally before Stan Lee's passing, they intended on having him be old Captain America and having your point be true that he was jumping around from time to time watching everything. But Stan Lee passed and they changed their mind last minute. Oh, threw so him all into of the, the moment well, where he was call. showing up. Yes. So the original plan was going to have Captain to be America. Yes. Was that would have been so cool. Yes, but unfortunately, Stan passed oh, before they finished the filming of it, and they they ended up changing it last minute. So that this whole theory makes me think of this video here um, by uh, the Warp Zone. We're not going to watch the whole thing, but oh. it, it's, it's <laughs> I know I know what you're talking here. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not getting any sound coming Hello, through. Hello, honey. Don't you Are you know? not getting sound through? No. Oh, I got to Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. I love this video. That's, that's a good video. That's, that's a good one. Never I've, never seen seen it. It. I've never seen it. You've never seen this, Joe? Okay, so I just have to get it working. So you got you to gotta do the reaction video. It's gotta, yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to do a reaction video here. Because... Yeah. I'm going to mute it's myself real quick. Basically, so take that there. whole theory and the point that Christian's making of how much of a do-gooder... He is. Um, yeah. You hear it? Yeah. Oh, would you look at that? <laughs> the Yankees are playing the Dodgers in the World Series. You gonna tell me who wins? Oh, Peg, you know I can't do that. Come on, you can't even give me a hint? Seriously, honey, we've talked about this. My mission was to return all the Infinity Stones to the exact time and places that we got them in mm. order to preserve the timeline. If I were to tell you anything about the future, no matter how insignificant it might seem, it would change the way history unfolds, creating a whole new timeline. And believe me, I already have enough weighing on my conscience as it is. Right. Besides, I've lived through the future. I know this world will do just fine without my help. I know. You can't blame a girl for trying. Uh -huh. Oh, JFK is going to Dallas over the weekend. <laughs> 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 Well, uh, I'm sure that will be a very uneventful weekend. <laughs> so there you go. Um, okay. Curious. <laughs> Curious. What do we think? This whole theory. Oh, I kind of shot it out of the sky there with that little video. But, Bobby, your theory. Do you it's believe my theory, your theory? So I'm curious. I, I still, I believe Cap did the right thing. And he 
he retired knowing that history was going to unfold the way it has. So, and he showed up at the end. So that's how I, that's what I think. I agree with Bobby. Um, At this time, Steve is tired and he went back in time to spend the rest of his life with the love of his life. And he knew how it was going to end. And he laid down, when he laid down the mantle, he laid down the mantle. He wasn't returning to it. So I agree with Bobby. Christian. I, 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 I'm torn because I know they wanted that to be the kind of underarching thing with all the Stan Lee cameos that he was kind of always being thrown in there, watching everything, making sure everybody did okay. And then you got the flip side of it. You know what? I think it's a fun theory. I'm going to say, yeah, I'll say, I'm going to say, I agree with it. Alberto. Uh, Christian's thing. I, I never knew about the Stan Lee cameo sprinkled around. So like when Bobby was first saying it, I don't know if you heard me. I immediately went, no, no. But then, but then Christian was talking about like this underlying theme thing that's been going on the whole time. And I'm like, okay, my, my, my faith is shaken now. Now, now I don't know. How does that, how does, how does that explain Captain America as Stan Lee showing up in the middle of space in Guardians 2? Because he's lit, because he's got he's got his time suit still. He can go wherever he needs to go. He can interact with whoever he needs to get to. And who better for the watchers to come to to help them watch than somebody who's already lived through all of history? So Alberto, you're buying it. You're going okay. Yeah, I guess. I am conflicted. If if this was a purchase, I'm purchasing this with my eyes closed and like really tightly gripping my twenty dollar bill at the same time. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to, but I think I might have. To. I don't want to, but I can. I guess I'll go with it. Yeah. Hope I don't regret this. Um, <laughs> I, I'm more partial to the other side of that coin theory, which is the old Captain America is not the exact same one that left, but rather one from an alternate timeline that they all ended up getting crossed over and impacted by in the multiverse. And his decision actually ended up creating the multiverse Uh, And the old Captain America that we saw is aware of all of these events because he knew the younger one that went back through time, but it's, it's not the same. It's not the exact same one that went back. That's what I'm more inclined to believe. I've got a a question for you guys real quick, because I saw this posted on the internet. He's like, what? (laughs) And I thought, and I thought this was interesting and I wanted to pose it to you guys. How, so most of the stones make pretty much pretty easy sense for how cap got them back to where they belong. Right. Mm -hmm. Except for two. (laughs) Yeah. How did he return the stole to the stone to red skull? Awkward. And how did he turn the stone back into a tesseract? Well, you got to figure with the space and sneak it back into the military base and put it back under lock and key after converting it back to a Tesseract. You're, you're overthinking this, Christian. Yeah, I think you're overthinking because he was he did have the suit. The comic so book movie, he's a superhero. He could have been, he could have miniaturized himself to Tony Stark and everyone with all those cosmic people around. You can't recreate the Tesseract with what uh, with the stones that you already have. So I was just that's kind of my... I oh, yeah, no, that's I, how I thought about it. I totally it. agree with you. I think Endgame's ending kind of like didn't exactly wrap up everything 
I would love to see one of those Marvel short films of him returning Return all of them. Give us five I'd minutes. I'd love to see that. Let's, yeah. Yeah. We got to see freaking Thor with a roommate twice. Yeah. We could see Captain bringing. <laughs> if only, if only, if it's just five minutes of him and Red Skull just standing there awkwardly, like. So what do we do now? <laughs> I would watch that. On totally like a kind of unrelated but definitely related Captain America one. I don't know. Real quick, just like thirty seconds. Yeah. If you guys have ever seen Jojo Rabbit, um, it was directed, mm-hmm. written, starred by I'm gonna butcher his last name and probably his first name too. Oh, Taika Waititi. Thank you so much for saving me that. Um, <laughs> you guys, you guys definitely would know him from, with, without a doubt, Thor Ragnarok. Um, mm-hmm. Easily the best. Thor. Korg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, yeah. He ended up doing and what uh, we do in the shadows. Even yeah. like voice actor stuff. So um, I wanted to watch the, that movie. Never got around to it though. Oh, uh, Jojo Rabbit is set obviously during World War II. Um, it has to do, of course, about Hitler and everything. I don't need to give you guys a course history, but you guys know how you know what happened in Germany uh, towards the end of, of World War II. So there was a scene, there was a part where American forces are in Germany, and it only shows like a leader from like the waist down with a with with somebody right running right behind him, which is one person, and they're running through the streets, and you hear. Um, you hear the kid in the back saying, right behind you, Cap. And I turned immediately to 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 Ari, my right. girlfriend. And I turned to, to Ari and I was like, okay, I know that there's a, I'm probably overreaching, but was that maybe a cute little nod of Bucky and Steve Rogers? Oh, they're, you know, they're, they're probably fighting because, I mean, this is the director from Thor Ragnarok. I mean, I was doing that. I love so, that theory. I thought it was super, so, super. Now super I need to go watch Jojo Rabbit from the yeah. perspective of it being part of the MCU officially. Yeah, that's it. it's official. Hitler, Hitler is part of MCU. He was, <laughs> Hitler was in the. MCU. Well, he did say he hit Hitler thirty-one times on I have, Broadway. I've personally knocked out Hitler over thirty-one times. <laughs> I mean, that's a new theory right there. You heard it here, folks. Oh, that's a whole new theory right there. I love it, Alberto. Um, who's next? Alberto, is is that your theory? No, 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 no. Right. That's not mine. What, but, what is no. your? Do we believe? Did we already go through? Do we believe? Yes, yeah. we went through. Yeah, yeah we, we all went through it. Yeah, we yeah. all went through so, the circle, so. What is your theory? I'm curious. Okay, so before I even start my theory, courtesy of my sister for honestly saving me here because I was struggling to find theories and time to really do a lot of research, and she did a lot of the heavy lifting for me. So thank you to her. But one that she found that stood out a lot to me is this Home Alone one. And the best way to kind of summarize it, I, I, I put a link in like the um, in the Google Docs if, if you wanted to open it up. But uh, Home Alone, uh, origin story to Jigsaw from the Saw franchise. Oh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I've never heard. Of this I already one see where this is going, and I like it very much. I, I personally never have heard of it. Then I started reading into it, and this and and like the like the writer from this article definitely has sold me so i'm gonna summarize it because it's kind of a lengthy one but um they start talking from the very beginning home alone one where kevin McAllister is already showing anger control issues violent fantasies uh he has these real voyager-esque type of like um tendencies as well but all in all a lot of early signs of a of like a you know of a serial killer and they start going through like different parts also of the movie where Kevin McAllister is even maybe 
like starting to show a little bit of the jigsaw personality like and 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 this can be seen from his obsession in doing home recordings of stuff and <laughs> using a lot of home recordings of things going. the hallucinations yes. and you just guys go up where you're thirsty for more yeah yeah and there was one bullet point that i thought was really funny they were talking about how in, in the first movie when the whole family is eating pizza and kevin gets upset because uh buzz eats eats pretty much like everything um it says kevin reacts by flying into a murderous rage releasing a a scream a gut guttural scream while tearing into buzz in a whirlwind of nails and teeth buzz easily outweighs kevin by perhaps 80 pounds but the force of kevin's attack pushes the older brother back against and he just continues on by 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 just talking about how despite the small size of kevin and his young age he uses his his early experiences of creating these home traps as inspiration for later in the Saw franchise. Um, one of the predominant or prominent um, ex- examples that the article wrote was there was a hallucination where um, Kevin, if you guys remember, he was scared about the furnace in the basement. Well, the, well, the author was writing, well, this furnace is the inspiration to the very, very same murderous trap that was put on top of one of the victims yes. from that looks like a furnace face. Yes. Um, obviously, going back to Kevin's old childhood fear, and on top of that, um, the the basement that uh, Saw Two goes into very carefully resembles the exact same layout as the layout from Home Alone as well, from the staircase to everything else in between, and um, where. Where was it also? Oh, and then and then finally there was a trap that Jigsaw used that sliced blades to cut someone's feet. The SWAT team members when they were trying to infiltrate like the location um, in Home Alone, Kevin McAllister used uh, big big nails on the downstairs basement steps to cut right through one of the burglars' feet, thus giving him the inspiration to later on cut the feet off instead Love of it. just killing them. This theory just gets better and better and better. I, and and then, better. This is and one then, of my favorites. And then the last two things is that, one, there was a doctor from um, a Cornell Medical College who actually examined some of the injuries that Marv um, himself had to suffer and was talking about three of them, the iron to the face, the glowing hot doorknob, and, of course, the blowtorch to the scalp. And it's talking about how that doorknob must have been at least 751 degrees burning yes. the skin off of him. That yeah. scalp, he stood still for seven seconds, thus not just giving him like a surface layer of burn, but burned straight through and giving like permanent damage because most likely he would need a transplant to even live. And the final thing, and like, like the two final snippets, they show a picture, cheekbones, eyes, nose, hairline, lips, Everything it looks like Jigsaw was aging, and the very final little cherry on top. If you rewatch um, Home Alone, if you watch it frame by frame, when Kevin McAllister comes downstairs into his basement, on the bottom left of the whole frame, you see a little toy clown with a little red nose and a little red hair, thus giving the persona of Jigsaw for the years to come. So, case. In 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 the words of the author, case closed. Case closed. Did, okay, so have you guys have you guys ever seen the movie The Good Son? 
Mm, yes. So. Yes. I have. With uh Yes, with, with Macaulay, with Macaulay Hogan. Hogan. And Elijah yes, Wood. Yes. And Elijah yeah, Wood. Yeah, right, yes, right, right. Yes, yes. Okay. I I don't this is like a two minute trailer here, but I want to show this because this is totally in line with the theory. And hang on, hang on. It doesn't have the audio. Here, Let me try to put the audio in. Hold on. Gotta make sure I put the audio in there. There we are. Um, how I'm curious, how many of you so who hasn't seen the good son or are, are any of you even aware? Of I've never movie. even heard of it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I Alberto, saw, I you've saw never it. even heard of it? No, I'm saying I've heard of it, but I just never got around to okay. seeing it, though. This is The Good Son. You know this one? Great big gobs of greasy, yeah, grimy gopher mutilated monkey meat, chocolate little baby. It's Bilbo! French fried eyeballs swimming in a pool of blood. That sure tastes good. <laughs> Henry, come on down here. Behind his smile lies a secret. Here. This came out after Home Alone. Be brothers. Hey, Mark, come on, let's go. Where are we going? Behind his eyes lies a plan. Who is he? Mr. Highway. Wow. Oh! And behind the image of a good son. Common? So, what are you guys up to out there? Sorry, Mom, top secret. Where are we going? <laughs> We're So, clearly this is playing off of the darker side of his character in Home Alone. Then anyone can become the next victim. That looked like a parody. That was that. Yeah. That is <laughs> no. a legit commercial. That was real. That, that got released. Real. Into cinema. I saw that in the theaters. Al, oh, that is. I will vouch for it. It was real. Real movie, and that was the real trailer. So does that mean Elijah Wood is the guy from the first Saw movie? Ninety-three. Ninety-three. <laughs> it was actually a good movie too. It actually is pretty creepy and kind of crazy to think that there's this kid that. Yeah. Well, so you got this theory to pair it with. Something. Right. Totally. <laughs> So going around, going around the room here, going around the round table, Bobby. Yes, I say yes because there's another movie too supporting. There's another YouTube video with Macaulay Culkin Please supporting save. that theory. Please call Drivers. Call Drivers Ed. It's in the uh, <laughs> link if we want to watch that too. Drivers oh, Ed. It's called Drivers Ed. It's right below Albert's. Uh, right below Al's uh, link uh, that I put in. Yep. 
the it says follow up to al no 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 right right yes it says follow up to al oh i see it i see it i see oh yes i have seen so that is going to support al's albert's theory so perfect this is a good one so i'm going to say yes because of this video so let me uh let me bring this one in because we're we're like we're hitting this theory hard I love it. This I've, I've been hearing this one for a while. I this one. Have you been hearing this one? I yes. heard. I just recently became aware of it. I think we might have to do a part two of this episode. We guys. might need to because we're only getting like one theory per person here, but I'm okay with it. Well, we might have to skip a week though because next week we've got to cover the DC fandom stuff. That's true. <laughs> I have no idea what that was. <laughs> Those five minutes this is pretty long. Maybe, maybe we just watch this independently and then we can. Yeah, we can talk watch it later, it. but it's pretty yeah, much. Actually, everything's not okay. Oh, yeah. It's no, Macaulay Conkard. This is Amos Carr, and that. Uh, I'm Anna's husband, but my wife, my fucking wife, whose fucking job this is, decided that oh. she did too much blow last night. Yeah, maybe, maybe we watch this one independently yeah, and I'm we can talk like about that. it. Okay. Yeah, there's that some swearing. Sorry like about a, that. I forgot okay. about that. That definitely seems like um, like a Macaulay Culkin on edge that turns into Jigsaw, though. Yeah. Like, just look at his face. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh Crazy. Crazy, crazy, so crazy. yes, I also believe the fan you buy it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's Alberto's theory. Of course, he believes it. <laughs> Joe, I believe it totally. I completely believe it too. I think this is the most rock solid one we've talked about. Tonight. I I agree. Yeah. Um, I, I, can't, I can't decide between which one I want to go with here. Um, there is uh, a certain Star Wars theory out there that I'm leaning towards. We got but time. You could, you could probably hit us with two if you wanted. <laughs> if it's a Star Wars theory, it's not going to just be like two minutes, you know. Yeah, well, um, I'll go with the other one because I think the Star Wars one will take too long. We'll save that one for the next time. We'll do a we'll do a crazy theories part two eventually, and we'll save that one for yeah. that one. But Sounds good. Um, my other theory, one of my personal favorite nerdy sci-fi theories. Uh, is the fact that in Star Trek, oh, beaming someone aboard a ship is actually the whole beaming process is actually a process of and a cycle of self acknowledged suicide and then cloning of yourself on the other ship or planet or planet or wherever. Like the idea is you can't transmit any physical spiritual, right spiritual no physical spiritual whatever you can't you can't take that person's body and transmit it like an electronic signal because that defies the laws of science and physics and so essentially what you're doing is dismantling deconstructing and killing yourself as a computer in one place is deconstructing every atom and fiber and essence of who you are and down to the molecular level 
sending all of that information to essentially an organic 3D printer elsewhere and where you're going. And then it rebuilds you from the ground up with everything intact, including all of your memories. So every time someone's beamed somewhere, they're actually killing themselves and then cloning themselves to be recreated elsewhere. That's the theory. Does that mean the red shirts are actually dying twice? <laughs> it does mean the red shirts are, or like, you know, however, if that was their first time ever getting beamed aboard anywhere, then. McCoy always did hate the transporters. That's true. He hated it. Maybe he hated it because he knew scientifically what was actually happening. And he was like, I just don't want to do that. And in Enterprise, they only, in the first couple episodes, they restricted transporter use to inorganic objects because they didn't know the effect on organic objects. Mm, there we go. In the first couple episodes, till till they used it on Archer to save his life. To save his life, yeah. Or to it's kill pretty, him, and bring it's him pretty, back. Yeah, pretty easy to save somebody's life if you're just putting a copy of them somewhere. Right? Just saying. Um, so that's the theory. 100%. That, I mean, they have never officially laid out the details of that process or anything ever, but that seems to be an ongoing theory amongst a lot of the Trekkies out there. What do we think? Bobby, we'll go, we'll go around. Or do you have any questions? I'm curious. Do you guys have questions? Do you have concerns about this theory? No, I, I definitely believe it because the idea of just beaming yourself, always just seeing them like you you have to deconstruct yourself from the like outside in and then inside out to reconstruct yourself. Like there's no way you just shoot. Yeah. I mean, you're moving matter across like time, basically. Space. Yeah. Basically time, space, air, yeah. like this, especially when you consider the fact that they're able to do it at certain points, they're able to do it in and during warp speed, right? Like, which mm -hmm. means you can't, like that's hard enough concept to wrap your brain around in general, like going faster than the speed of light. But then to think that you're gonna get physical matter to transmit itself somehow faster than that to catch up with the ship and then get built somewhere is, yeah, it's an interesting. I'm gonna let all you guys go first before I, I'll go, yes. I'll go last if okay. I can, Dan. Joe, what do you think? You know what? Uh, let Alberto. I'm consulting with my tricky wife. Oh, interesting. <laughs> the expert, the leading expert. Consulting with uh, the leading experts. Okay, Alberto. So you you're saying yes? Yes. Yeah. Christian, what do you think? I say a hundred percent. There's it. I mean, aside from Star Trek being a futuristic setting, it for the most part follows pretty much the the general laws of like physics and technology and that sort of stuff. And that just doesn't make any sense, especially like you said, when you're, when, especially when they're going through warp speed and transporting people, like doesn't, doesn't add up. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say, so Christian, I'm going to counterpoint by saying uh, Star Trek always sometimes has its own science sometimes, especially when it comes to, how it talks about evolution in some series. So I'm going back to Star Trek Next Generation where Barkley gets trapped in a um, kind of goes between worlds and finds a bunch of uh, people in the shifters and saves a bunch of people's lives. And then there's also another episode where Scotty um, was on another starship 
engine starship and he had to put himself in a buffer mode and they brought him back to next generation. So in the world of Star Trek, I say baloney in real life. I think it's a legit theory. Interesting. Okay. Joe, what does your wife say? (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer. This is a hundred percent. My wife's opinion. She (laughs) she knows more about this universe than I do. All right. Hey, <laughs> that's that's Catwoman's whip, though, so it's all good. Yeah. Don't worry. It's totally. <laughs> we're okay. we're on pins and needles here. Right, right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with. I agree with what she's saying because she's making sense. Um, number one, that goes against everything Starfleet stands for. Everything Starfleet stands for. Unless it's a conspiracy and uh, everything Starfleet stands for is all bullcrap. She all built on lies. Area 31. Section 31. (laughs) She goes, uh, also transporting is breaking down matter and moving it through a predetermined channel with all kinds of science to it. That's why it took a specific crew member to do it. Not anyone could handle the tech. You had to be certified to do this to ensure yeah. that you don't kill someone. Right. Or to be sure that you actually rebuild someone's body appropriately. <laughs> I'm just saying. But she makes a good point. They moved at warp speed and materialized food and drinks and hologram decks with interactive environments. Why yeah. is moving matter through a limited space unbelievable? Why is moving matter through... Or a human through... through uh, beaming unbelievable mm-hmm. that they can already do that they're doing the same thing with all of that too yeah they're copying and then rebuilding the food so they do say rebuilding that with the synthetic food they do say this uh the synthetic food doesn't have the same taste as real cooking exactly and Riker does say that in other episodes too while he's Thank cooking you. so doesn't it never tastes the same Wait, which is it's why not it was, real yeah. it's a clone of the thing that's yeah. why that's why. Okay. So obviously Joe's leaning on. Yeah, probably not. Don't buy it because my wife says it's all BS. So yeah. Joe and Bobby are both saying no. Me and Alberto are yeah. both in the yes. Dan, and I, as the tie dividing vote, clearly lean towards the uh, conspiracy believability that Starfleet is holding this secret from everybody, not realizing that they're actually killing themselves when they beam themselves anywhere. That's dark. It's and all the Klingon lies. Empire and the Romulan Empire. It's all a bunch of lies. Exactly. Because they all have transporter technology. Exactly and it. That's That's exactly it. If anybody, if anybody really told any of these people the truth of what's actually happening to them when this technology does its thing, nobody would want to do it. Nobody would want to do it. (laughs) I can just see your wife shaking her head. She's she's probably shaking her head. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, she's probably. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Her, her and millions of other Star Trek fans out there who are aware of this theory and think it's also BS. But I love it. I love it because it's so fighting against the man of the Star Trek universe. So. <laughs> Dan, okay. before we jump into the debate, just as a teaser, I'm curious. What was your, just a brief little snippet of what was your Star Wars thing? 
Let's Curious just say enough. it tied George Lucas and Steven Spielberg together. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Into the Star Wars universe. Dun, 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 dun. And oh, it may or may not yeah. have oh, something to do with the very, very first person to ever actually introduce force healing into the film franchise. I think we anyway. I think I think we talked about this on, on, on air last week. To the, uh, yeah. we're gonna save yeah. that one. We're gonna yeah. save that one for uh, for another Future, time. Yeah. Um, moving on to uh, today's uh, pointless debate. Oh, nope, that's not the right one. Taking an intermission. Good Lord, I hope not. <laughs> intermission. I hope not. We're, for- we're rounding, yeah, rounding, yeah, part we're rounding two. rounding the two-hour mark, so let's... Uh, this week's pointless debate. This week's pointless debate. And it is about as pointless as you can get this week. So... You were debate picker, correct? Uh, yeah, I was. I was the debate picker. So, with that said... Uh, numbers one through ten. Eight. Four. One. You had one? I did. All right, you're the closest. It was two, so. Nice. All right, I'm gonna, am I picking teammate or four against? I can't remember how we're doing it. Um, you are picking... Or no, you're picking your teammate. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Alberto. Oh, same size, same. Joe, let's yeah. do this again. <laughs> we got it this up. Um, okay, and then uh, so then Joe and Bobby, are you gonna be for or against? Joe, what do you think? I'm gonna leave that one up to you. Let's then go against. Why not? Yeah. Against? Against. Yes, against. Okay. <laughs> no backsies. No backsies. You can't take this back. Christian, I can tell, is like waiting in anticipation. I'm just, I'm excited. This is Mrs. Honestly. You're excited? Yes. Oh, I love this. Do you know okay. what it is? No, so, I'm excited. I, it's always fun. Here's the topic. Here's the topic, gentlemen. Inverted controls are the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. You knew it was coming. Knew it was coming. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. You, Christian, you knew this was coming, dude. You know the, you know the, the funniest part is is I was going to wait until the next time I had it. And I was going <laughs> to so you wouldn't have that, to debate it. Yeah. And I was going to pray that you were against so I'd make you have to argue against <laughs> this point. <laughs> All righty. So, here it is. I'm Love against it. inverted controls. Inverted controls in video games you are the trade, only thing that makes sense. And I desperately oh. want to hear Christian argue that point i really do i really do (laughs) this is this is so terrible and mean of me but uh everybody gets one minute who wants to go first not me wants to go first (laughs) not no i'm gonna have to let you go and i'm gonna have to follow your lead so i'll go first while you're against inverted controls alberto good luck and i I had to defend uh so who's who's going first on the other side we got Alberto, Alberto, Joe. Alberto versus Joe. 
Yep. Is that what we're doing? All right. Uh, as soon as I cut out, uh, who's going to go first, Joe or Alberto? Alberto. All right, Alberto. Let's do this. Let's do this. Three, two, one, go. All right. So the very first thing is this gravity. Gravity is always pushing you down. In order to lift anything up, you got to go against gravity. Why would it make sense that if you're using a camera control for you to go down along with gravity? It only naturally makes sense because in most other things, if you're rowing a boat, if you're doing the row machine at the gym, if you're flying a plane, if you're doing any of those things in most case scenarios, what you do, you're pulling up. You're pulling yourself above gravity. When you get when you get yourself out of bed, you don't just push down against gravity what you do is that you use the down force to then push yourself up propel yourself up so what i'm trying to say is this it only makes more logical sense that naturally our bodies are fighting against nature itself and that can easily translate into video games whenever you have to aim up whenever you have to scoot up whenever you have to do anything more naturally up dan i am out of points and i am just blabbering at this point because this is the hardest thing i've ever done in my entire life that's hilarious. Okay. All right. Uh, Joe, your Nintendo 64 came out with GoldenEye. And I assume this is re- where this is coming from because the original control screen uh, scheme was inverted. Mm-hmm. And so that's where Dan got his love for inversion. However, since then, it has become the standard across all gaming platforms, not inverted, but the opposite. If you want inverted, you have to go into your settings, find what you want to invert it, to switch it. The only time inverted ever makes sense is if you're flying on plane or, or X-Wing. But other than that, it, inverted is not standard issue on any first-person shooter or any other games. All right. All right. So bringing everybody back here. Um, not going to lie. I was a little disappointed there, Alberto. <laughs> damn. Damn. What is this? This is the biggest lie in the world, though. <laughs> oh, the arguments for this are so concrete. It's oh, ridiculous. I should have just lied and said my Wi-Fi is, is going out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> of course. Of Leave Steve. Yeah. And now <laughs> no Christian's pretending that he's frozen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Christian and Bobby, you guys are up. You're lucky I'm competitive, Dan, because I'm almost considering just throwing my time. <laughs> oh, I see but, how it is. But, I see how it is. All righty. I'm going to jump out. And uh, who's going to go first? I guess, I, guess, I guess it's me because Alberto went first. That's so we'll... true. Yep. All right. Three, two, one. I'm going to stick to the only thing I actually believe inverted controls are better at, and that is flight controls. Flight controls, it makes so much sense for inverted. You're, you're, you're sitting there with, with a flight in your hand. You're pulled down to go up. You push forward to go down. That makes natural sense. You are, like Alberto said, pushing for gravity, pulling against gravity. It is only natural that that makes the most sense. And 
people have expanded that into all other sorts of genres. So you, you're putting something that makes sense and you're putting it into these other genres. Of course, it's going to, it's going to make sense there as well. You, you are, you are fighting for and against gravity. You're letting it take you down. You're pulling up against it. That's going to be the only way you can make things work. I can't Alrighty. stand in... All right, Bobby. I can't now, stand sir. inverted controls and first-person shooters. I can't do it because it feels unnatural to me. You know, and the only reason people, the only good, only people why inverted controls are good is because those are experienced players. You have to search for it, like Joe said. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do to make someone better or worse, but I mean, come on, inverted controls it's pointless what up is down down is up right is left left is right i can't control it i don't know where i'm going i don't know how to play a game it's bad enough i don't even play games i mean just the idea of inverted controls just blows my mind ah i mean come on i i'm only time i'm going to use an inverted control is what to to play to to fly a game, I'm just gonna fly an airplane, and then I'm gonna use it to control my player. I don't know. All righty, time. Okay. All right. I am just so sorry to have to put you all through that. No, you're not. Dan. Dan. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, sir. Yes, if sir. If there is, if there is any anything to argue for that would make me lose. I am so glad you picked the one thing that Christian and I sincerely hate the most when it comes to visiting <laughs> you at your man cave. And it is this ridiculous idea that you're going to lose at anything. You're to totally okay with it. We there's went by default, default. There's a reason default, why, when you have a friend default, coming default. over to play a first person shooter, if you want to screw them up, you turn inverted controls on, on their controller. <laughs> Unless that friend is me. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, I guess I got to pick a winner. I wonder who. Um, well, the real winner is everybody who plays with inverted controls. So I guess that's me. Um, in this debate, however, um, I would uh, I would have to go with uh, Bobby and Joe. Probably. Default, 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 default. Only because the, the actual the arguments default. presented are total weak sauce. You're, yeah, because it's sauce. the stupidest thing in the world. No, it's really not, no. sir. I have it's never really been more not. happy to lose an argument in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> so here's, okay. Let if me, if uh, this is so great, then why why is it the standard? Lie, let me enlighten you guys a little bit here. Imagine your head is a joystick. Let's just imagine, just just picture it here in your mind. If you're going to make yourself, you just, you know, you could even do it right now for real. Grab your head. Let's say you want to make yourself push yourself, force yourself to look down. What direction are you going to be pushing your head to make you look? Oh, look at that. You're pushing forward on the joystick to make you look down. If I wanted to look up. What, what way would I be? Oh, look at that. I'm pulling back on my head to make myself look up. And it's the exact same consistency in that logic 
when you're jumping into a vehicle, when you're flying a plane, when you're flying a helicopter, why people are okay with completely swapping out their controls for something that is so illogical as the standard control makes no sense to me at all. So by your argument, should third person games not be inverted? Only first person? No, they definitely should be. Why? They all should be. You're not looking from a person's point of view. Because the character's still point, you're still pointing it up. You're still pointing it up. Put a joystick on the top of the gun you're trying to point around. What are you going to have to do to get it to go up? You got to pull back and point it up. If you're going to point it at the ground, you got to push it forward and put it down. It's the same logic. It's the exact same logic. Anyways. For all of you viewers out there. <laughs> Here it is. You can, it take it, you can take it from at least me and Alberto. We have been trying to argue this point with Dan for years. Mm -hmm. there's, yeah, there's yeah. there's no this is an <laughs> argument that he he no amount at this point he's just being stubborn. Oh, there's no stubbornness about it. I just know I'm right. That's all Dan is prepared for this night. It's like 1986 or something, I swear. Yeah. And especially now that the Snyder cut came out, he's even more cocky. I'm just a little bit more cocky. Yeah, I was right all along. I touched on this psychologically. Dan started playing 007. When he was, oh, 20. yeah, yep, it made sense back then and it still does today. And so, he, yeah. his brain tricked him into doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah. no. he, got, he got Stockholm syndrome. Here's the funny so Here's the really funny thing. Here's the really funny thing about Goldeneye the pitch for Goldeneye, right? Was the stupid little yellow buttons on the right. Like the reality is, you didn't even really use them very much. You really didn't, because it had like this whole auto aim thing, and it was it was pretty low on the needing to have inverted concept. So, um, Bobby, what was that you were just throwing up? I oh, I was just what was that? I gotta see that. I I was looking at the camera. It was the, the exact time. same thing I did earlier. I'm it said curious. release the Lucas cuts while oh we were. Oh my gosh! Again. <laughs> Again with that propaganda. So next week, gentlemen, we doing a DC fandom. I breakdown? guess we'll do a breakdown of the DC fandom. It sounds like there's going to be a crap ton of news. I think that the everybody thing... is curious about, except for Joe. Did you see who got added to the uh, <laughs> list of guests? Who who got added? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix and uh, what's and the director of Joker. Oh my, why can't I remember his name? The director from uh, Hangover. Yeah, Todd. Um... Wow. What's his name? I think Todd. Dan's freezing up. Nope, everybody froze up for a second there. Uh -huh. That was weird. Uh, Todd, Mc... is that, is it, what was his name? Todd McFarlane? No, that's no. Spawn. Todd Spawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all I can think is Todd Howard, but that's, but that's Bethesda. Um... Todd Phillips. Of? Todd Phillips. Yeah, yeah there, there we go. go. Todd Phillips. Yeah. Joaquin That's Phoenix it. and himself both got subtly added to the bottom of the guest list. Huh. When does this take break? Next, this upcoming Saturday, the 22nd. This weekend, yep. This coming weekend. Oh, it's, it's, a, 20, it's a 20 It's a 24 hour event. <clears throat> it's taking place all digitally 24 hours. So, yeah. where can you watch it at? Online. YouTube? Um, I think there's a, I think there's their own website. It's like so if there's you, a you're bunch, on your computer, a bunch of places. So YouTube you can do it on your computer, and you too. can actually do a like a virtual walkthrough of like a virtual convention center. 
Yeah. Or otherwise, if you're doing it on your phone, it's just a bunch of like um, live streams of the panels. I tell you, this is what we'll do to our, for our listeners. Saturday morning, we will post a link, a link on Man Cave Mondays. Yes. Yeah. You can check it out. Yeah. That's a good we, we, we might even throw that up before Saturday for so anybody who wants the, the schedule. If anybody is it. able to. Yeah. Um, but, I'm curious if i have any time on saturday maybe you guys do too we can talk about it maybe we can do like a, a live stream yeah. react kind of thing with some you know of the what bigger I, news That'd, you know what i think cool we that, should do so. let me uh look at the schedule real quick i think it might be fun to do a live stream during the uh zach snyder panel i'd be cool with that yeah that'd be a big one we've we've spent a decent amount of time talking about that yeah um so at some point over this oh. week we will put up a schedule for all of you listeners we'll put up a schedule on the facebook page showing all that stuff there is two unannounced panels we don't know what they are Still? So, yes they're, they're both secrets they're both movies yes uh one i think might be a comic the other one's a movie i believe i bet it's the flash i bet it's flash related that's what i think but could be wrong so check this out. I've been negotiating a PlayStation 4 Pro with uh -huh. The Last of Us 2 and like four other games coming with it for like 200 bucks. That's disgustingly cheap. Oh, my God. Did <laughs> so, you just pull the trigger? I just hope it's not stolen. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So here's my, uh -huh. here's my question real quick before you log off. Um, what happens if it is stolen? What's the uh, safety... <laughs> What's the safety features? You don't tell anybody. You don't tell anybody. <laughs> well, I can just sign on. How do you know if it's stolen? How would you even find that out? The uh, serial normally is a serial. That's registered to the username that was stolen from. Yeah, because because whenever when whenever I worked at GameStop, I remember that we would have stolen consoles come in, and police would come in, and they would ask to look at our serial number list for consoles, and if they matched it, then we tracked to see which person sold it to us, and. Because so seems... if you don't have it written down somewhere what your serial number is, the fact that Microsoft or Sony or whoever has your profile connected with that console, they can still look it up. Because that seems really cheap for a pro, right? Dude, that seems super cheap. Yeah. Especially with four games. Five games. Make sure they don't send you uh, one of them being last a little, ca a little oh. car in the mail or uh, nothing. Right, right, right. <laughs> sure is like it that. on? Is it is it online, or are you getting it in person, Joe? It's a it's on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, so would it be an in person exchange, or are they yeah. saying they're going to mail it to you? In person. Okay. It's here in Kankakee, Skankakee. 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 Yeah. Hit Best of luck, sir. We will meet at the police department. <laughs> there you go. All right. That's so exactly. I was going to recommend like, do that. Central time on Saturday. The Zack Snyder Justice. Four forty-five Central time on Saturday is the Zack Snyder Justice League Cup okay. panel. Four forty-five Central time. It looks like it's a fifteen-minute panel. It's not very long. Yeah. No. Um, Dan, let's try is... and let's try and plan that. Let's try and plan something. It's immediately that. followed by the Aquaman or the, by the Black Adam panel. Mm. Oh, that'd be good too. <laughs> got Alberta. And at four o'clock Central Time is the surprise DC Comics panel. Surprise! Uh, that whole thing just gets like what? Surprise! Everyone got fired. Yeah, right. <laughs> surprise! We don't have anyone working here anymore. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for an amazing show once again. I need to go so I can earn $200 from my wife. There you go. You guys have a great night. Have a great great night. Have a good week. And we will uh, see you again next week. Good night. Bye-bye.